Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. With you weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern, 8 to 11 a.m. Mountain Time, live on 1430 in Denver, the radio.com app. And uh, as always, subscribe to the podcast, BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily on Twitter. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat with you. And Ryan, did you uh, did you notice the win totals posted by the Superbook in Las Vegas yesterday? As I was going over the teams uh, one thing that really popped to me right before, uh, as we bring in Jeff Sherman in a moment here, one thing that really jumped out to me is, is a lot of people here in Chicago had their arms up in the air screaming, damn you, Pecota, what is wrong with you? I, I look at the wind totals yesterday, I'm like, okay, this this makes all the sense in the world. This this is a lot closer to what I thought Pecota would be at. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The biggest shock that I had with Pecota was just the NL Central, how high they were on the Milwaukee Brewers and even the, and the Cubs. Cubs and how down they were on the St. Louis Cardinals, where I think yeah. the Cardinals are winning that division. No question. So we'll see, man. I'm getting excited, though, for the season. Yeah, they were also down on the White Sox a bit. Yeah. Not so much at the Westgate. We bring in Jeff Sherman, VP of Risk Management at the Superbook. In Vegas, got a hit on uh, NBA, golf, but also, uh, Jeff, let's start with Major League Baseball. Uh, we've been talking to some bookmakers over the last couple of weeks uh, around uh, your neck of the woods, and they've been saying, ah, I think we're going to hold off a little bit. There's still going to be some movement in free agency. Not quite sure about games played. Uh, what was the thought process with you guys over at the Superbook on uh, posting win totals uh, yesterday? Well, we've seen enough movement. We don't think there's uh, too much remaining that's going to be uh, much of an impact on the win totals themselves. As far as the games, we try to be a little bit flexible. And as long as they play 155 out of the 162, there'll be action on this. And If they were to uh, change up and reduce it, then we'd have to set up a new pool and refund these if they don't make the 155 criteria. But uh, we just felt comfortable enough that we have enough information that we can get these up and uh, start taking some wagers on them. Jeff, when do you start seeing most of the action on Major League Baseball? You know, I know it'll probably be a little bit different this year since, um, you know, there's there's a lot going on. Uh, but when do you start seeing most of the action on as far as those win totals and even season awards for Major League Baseball? Well, we saw a little flurry yesterday, right, when we put them up, because initially you'll get differences to, to other places that have them up. So uh, once that subsides, then the action starts picking up once spring training gets going and people can see – uh, if there's games that regulars are involved in and what kind of trends they might see. But once they, they feel the energy of spring training, then we'll see the general public really getting involved in these. Dodgers, 103 and a half. <laughs> what, were the, what was the conversation around the office uh, about setting that number, one of the highest that we've ever seen? 
Yeah, it was crazy because you took a team coming off a World Series that added Trevor Bauer. It was able to re-sign Justin Turner. And basically the Dodgers said, we're going to go over the cap this year. Next year they have money coming off the books, but this year they're all in. And uh, we we knew that everyone was going to be looking to bet this team over. So we said, how high can we go uh, and, and you know try to put up a number that might still attract some two-way on this? And uh, we really wavered between 102.5 and, and 104.5 on the the five of us that made numbers on these and it came right to one Oh three and a half. So we just said, let's go with it. Jeff, moving over to the NBA really quick. Uh, the Utah jazz have been on a tear. Have you noticed any action coming in on the jazz, especially with the Anthony Davis news uh, that he may miss a couple weeks here. They're going to reevaluate him in about two to three weeks here, but with the injury, uh, what kind of action have you guys been taking, if any, as far as the futures market in the Western conference? You know, the Jazz are a really interesting team because traditionally they don't attract too much betting support in the future markets. Now, the games, obviously, they're riding a great streak right now and getting supported that way. But uh, just a couple days ago, you could have found this team 12, 14 to 1 to win the title. And if you look at their power rating, they're right up there at the top of the league. And so I think that value existed on that. And we made a large adjustment. And we have Utah at 5 to 1 to win the title, 3 to 1 to win the Western Conference. Uh, with the Anthony Davis news, Utah's really in the driver's seat for the number one seed, which potentially could have the Lakers and Clippers playing on the same side of the bracket. And that's definitely going to help the pricing of it. So we made a quick adjustment to get Utah right up there with the Lakers, Nets, and Clippers as far as the only teams in single digits. And you can still find some value in the marketplace, I believe, on the Jazz. And I think this team's for real. I've been following NBA for a long time, offensively, defensively, three-point shooting. Uh, they have what it takes right now. And uh, if you like the Jazz, you can still find them in double digits. And I think that's a, a solid wager at this point. Joe Zdrowski, Ryan Horvath, this is BitQL Daily. Our guest, Jeff Sherman, VP of Risk Management at the Superbook in Las Vegas. Uh, you mentioned at, at the very top of the power ratings, uh, the Jazz are right up there with some of the best teams. How about, how about your top five? What does it look like? Well, a healthy Laker team is obviously number one. But right now, currently, Utah is right there with number one. But it's the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Jazz. And the Nets, you know, they're not power rated the highest right now. And you can see that in their point spreads. But this team is going to be building along the way. And when they have everyone healthy and they get to playoff time, they will be. They'll be in that conversation for one of the top seeds. Uh, Milwaukee, even though that their record doesn't dictate it, their future markets don't dictate it, you can see it in the point spreads that they're still one of them too. So those are the five teams. And outside of that, a healthy Philly team would be next. As far as uh, we'll move over to golf a little bit. Have you noticed any action, any money coming in for the Genesis Invitational as far as uh, coming up this weekend, anything that you've noticed there? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a solid field. I mean, it almost feels like a major, especially after what we saw at Pebble Beach last week, but, I opened Dustin Johnson as a six to one favorite and immediately we took some support on him and I had to knock him down to, to five and a half to one. Uh, Justin Thomas has been seeing some at 14. He's down to 12 to one. And those are the, the two notable ones at the top of the board. And then we've seen some on Carlos Ortiz as a long shot at 80 to one. And now he's down to 60 to one. Uh, Max home is another one too. He opened up at 60 and he's down to 50. So if you like a couple long shots, those are a couple guys getting supported there. Did you guys have a sweat uh, last weekend on any uh, monster Nate Lashley tickets? <laughs> no, he was one of our better decisions at 150 to one. So 
Um, not too much, but he, he did see some uh, support once we put up the adjusted odds and people can kind of see who's in contentions and want to go with that at that point. But uh, pre-tournament, he really wasn't well supported. With, you uh, know, I, oh, sorry, God, Joe. No, I was just going to say on uh, on Genesis, want to get your th- your overall thoughts when you go into handicapping this one because you know a lot of people are going to going to get to it today. Um, it, it is viewed as one of the tournaments where you should put a little bit more on course history. Do you agree with that? And it, are there any specific golfers that you're inclined to back? Yeah, I do agree with it. And it's a course that you need strong iron play on. It's not one you go out there and shoot 20 under to win. You know, we have 270 and a half uh, for the winning score. It's par 71, not 72 this week. So uh, you want to find the, the golfers with strong iron play. Adam Scott's got a great history here. Sergio Garcia, too. Uh, and those two, uh, you know, they're, they're a little bit uh, long in the years as far as uh, golf goes. But um if you're just strictly looking at course, course history, those two you could might expect to be in contention, but I wouldn't recommend betting in the outright markets just because they don't win enough. But you can look towards matchups and maybe finding them in some value in matchup plays. But uh, the, the guys, I mean, even Bubba Watson's got great history here. And it almost yeah. correlates to Augusta. Um, and when he shows up here, no matter what form he's in, he usually does well. So you can turn to a few guys like that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you you get as much action like last weekend when there's not a lot of the big names out there? You know, I feel like if Tiger's playing, obviously, especially if he's in contention on a weekend, you're probably going to get a lot of action, especially on the matchups. You know, when you have something like last weekend where some of the bigger names do sit out, do you get as much action or do you see more action, obviously, when you get the bigger names like JT's out there, Tiger's out there and whatnot? Yeah, it's it's a week like this that we'll do two to three times what we did last week because you're more inclined to take multi-thousand-dollar wagers on the big names, just like I said we did on Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas. Uh, people aren't so inclined to bet large amounts of money on those other golfers, even in the weekend fields, and they might be more live in relation, but they're just not so supportive as they are on the big names when they're involved, whether it's the major or a week like this you'll definitely see more money in a week like this. Joe Shosky, Ryan Horvath. This is BetQL Daily. Our guest, Jeff Sherman, VP of Risk Management at the Superbook out in Las Vegas. Uh, I want to go back to the NBA. D- did you guys react in any way uh, to the Anthony Davis injury? No, you get a lot of Lakers money, whether it's in the futures market or even the uh, MVP race. Yeah, I mean, I did as far as we had the Lakers at three to two as the title favorites, and I bumped them up to five to two. And, you know, he's supposed to be reevaluated in two to three weeks. He's not going to be back on the court in two to three weeks. So they're talking after the All Star break minimum. Uh, and then, so you have to look at where the Lakers' uh, positioning will be. You know, they were vying for the number one seed. Uh, and that to me is pretty much out the window at this point because even if he, when he does return, uh, this injury can reoccur. So it's not something he's going to be out of the woods with. He's going to have to be cautious with. 
And without him on this team, they're not going to win the title. And so there, you have to take some caution involving the Lakers at this point. So we felt compelled to bump them up. They're still the favorites. We have liability on them. He's expected to return. But I wouldn't be uh, so quick to run out and bet the Lakers, even if their odds are increasing, just because he's such a big part of that team. And it's such a significant injury. No doubt. Um, in some order, I think everyone would agree that it's LeBron, Embiid, and Joker at the top for the MVP. Uh, but still a lot of basketball left, Jeff. Uh, are there any any names that have not entered the top of this conversation that, that you could see you could see it happening? Yeah, you're right. We have LeBron as a five to four favorite, Embiid at six to one, and Jokic at seven to one. Uh, some guys, Doncic and Giannis, have, to me, played their way out with the records and some voter fatigue with Giannis. But one guy, to me, to keep an eye on is Damian Lillard. You can find him in the 30 to 1 range. I just knocked him down to 20 right now. And Portland, with the injuries they're going through and the position that the record is, they're exceeding uh, the expectations, uh, you know, for, for the talent on the floor. So I think what he's doing to carry that team to the position they are with, like you said, a lot of basketball left, I think he can play his way into the conversation over the next few weeks. Jeff, going back to the Eastern Conference, because I think in the West it's going to most likely come down to one of the teams from Los Angeles or if the Utah Jazz could play consistent basketball, maybe they are good enough to beat the Lakers in a seven-game series if Anthony Davis is still banged up. But when you look at the East, you know, the Bucks have been – Kind of a disaster this year. I mean, they've lost four straight games. Uh, the Celtics, they've struggled. Philadelphia's played really, really well on both sides of the ball with Doc Rivers taking over as head coach. But um, with with Brooklyn, like preseason especially, I was all in on them before the James Harden pickup. Have you noticed any change? Maybe more people coming to the window, maybe more people making wagers now with the Harden pickup, or are they trying to find value with some of these other teams in the East? Because I don't think anybody expected Philadelphia to look this good this point of the season. Yeah, they didn't, and we haven't got too much support for the 76ers, and we're sitting at 16-1 to on them. And surprisingly enough, we're not getting too much support on Brooklyn like we did uh, even before the trade. It's kind of subsided, and we've been fluctuating their odds between 4-6-1, and six to one, and they currently sit at 4-1. to one. But uh, it's not like the action's coming in daily on it. We're seeing a little bit more on some of the longer shots since they've eased out. The Celtics at 20-1, to one, even the Heat at 50-1, to one, who just can't turn the corner. I know they're going through a bunch of injuries and COVID and uh, they're just, they're playing relatively poor basketball compared to what they did in the bubble. But uh, we're seeing some support at 50 to one. I guess people aren't expecting to see uh, those high odds for a team that was just in the finals last year. No Jeff, wizards. Money. About- you guys, huh? <laughs> no, not- <laughs> yeah. It's $10,000 uh, wizards futures out there. Uh, full card tonight, uh, Jeff, 10 games, you got 10 games going on. What What is most notable here late uh, in the morning about all these contests tonight? Anything that you like? Uh, I haven't gotten involved in myself on it. Um, you know, I'll be interested to see the heat warriors and especially the jazz Clippers game tonight. And, uh, I'm expecting Kawhi Leonard to return to the court, and that number has dipped down a bit on mm-hmm. Utah. And it, you could have found five this morning. It's three and a half pretty much on the market. Uh, when it's announced that Kawhi's going to play, I expect that line to go down. I'd re- be really surprised if he doesn't play tonight. I think he was close last game, and I would expect him to play. So uh, there should be some fluctuation in that game. But that's definitely the game of the night to keep an eye on, both with Kawhi and whether he plays or not, just to see the performance on the court by both teams. 
Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter, uh, Superbook VP of Risk Management. Jeff, as always, we appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jeff. Good stuff there from Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter. They've been busy over there. They posted their MLB win totals yesterday. Uh, that was the big thing that everyone was looking at. What? How high are they going to go with the Dodgers? They go to 103 and a half. And according yeah. to SportsOddsHistory.com, Horvat, that is the second highest that we've seen since 1990. The 99 Yankees were 104 and a half. So 99 yeah. Yankees, 104 and a half. 05 Yankees, 101 and a half. 06 Yankees, 100. 96 Braves, 100. Indians uh, in 95, 100. All of them went under. All of them. And no way am I. Well, I'm not going under on this Dodgers thing. I can't do it.